Welcome to the Monday morning episodes. Each episode is a crisp 15 minutes or less, and it features a diverse lineup of guests from accomplished authors and amazing practice owners to highly respected experts, consultants, and innovative entrepreneurs in their respective industry. Now, the mission of this episode is to bring you a single extraordinary piece of advice for practice owners that's not just insightful, but also a bit unconventional, possibly controversial, or even unheard of. And here's the interesting part. The advice can span across various domains. It can be about business acumen, self-development techniques, or health-related insights. So get ready for some thought-provoking, paradigm-shifting ideas that might just be the game-changer you've been looking for in your life and practice. Let's get started. Unlock the secret to becoming the most sought-after dental practice in your community. The Ground Marketing course equips you with proven strategies to immediately attract new patients, positioning you as the go-to practice in your community. It has tools, live demonstrations, game-changing strategies that promise immediate patient influx and community support, scripts you won't want to miss out on, and so much more. Go in the show notes below. Click the first link in the show notes below to check out everything the Ground Marketing course has for you and start becoming the go-to practice in your community today. Hey, Keith, so talk to us. What's one piece of advice you can give us this Monday morning? Oh, Michael, well, thank you for having me on and thanks to your listener for listening. Um, one piece of advice that, you know, I obviously am not a dentist or dental provider, been in dentistry for 30 years, but one thing that I see, and again, the concept was introduced to me in full disclosure by somebody else, but it bears repeating as much as one can do as a dental provider and still maintain some quality of life. Think of your business as a retail business. Think in terms of maybe you can have on one end of the spectrum, you can have your old medical provider, 1950s medical office, where you have the sliding opaque, you know, separation barrier between um, patients and the team members. And then you have kind of what we have today, which is more of your open concept, right? So there's been some adaptation to that idea. But in terms of offering, right, are you working four days a week, eight to five as a dental practice provider? Um, well, ironically, most of the patients are probably working Monday through Friday, eight to five, and they have to take off work to see you. So perhaps thinking in terms of earlier appointments before 8 a.m. or maybe uh, extended hours after, maybe two hours after five o'clock, not every day necessarily. Some offices do a successful seven to seven shift between two doctors, somebody who do the morning shift and one do the afternoon shift. If it's a multiple doctor practice, some will do a weekend, half day or full day weekend, um, and they find that those are wildly popular hours. Mm -hmm. But the whole idea, and again, it's not just one thing. Like I said, I can credit Fred Joel for this idea in his book, Everything is Marketing. But think in terms of your business as a retail business, as opposed to kind of the old school medical offices that were not a very patient centric. Gotcha. Okay. So it sounds like practices today, they're looking more modern, right? When it comes to like their 
I guess, like design and everything, but the way of working, like their culture or whatever, like their time is still kind of stuck back into the nine to five, right? Or nine to six kind of thing. And so you're kind of thinking, hey, adjust it, hybrid it, right? Like time and things like that. Is that what you're? Yeah, absolutely. So you're just making it easier for your patients to come see you in times that they're not already working times that they may not be available without having to request off. We also see it in emergency visits, right? Being available to see emergency patients. And I understand if they're not a patient of record, and there's some concern with that, but especially for your patients that are established patients, being available to see them when they're in need. Let's face it, an emergency patient will pay any price and meet you at any time to get out of pain. That is in Maslow's hierarchy of need, one of the greatest motivators, right? Somebody that's in pain and wants to be out of pain. So yeah, just making it easier for patients to find you. And again, not putting up a roadblock for your patients to come see you. Got you. In your experience, Keith, what have been some of the, besides time, right? Besides like the, I'll be more available in the afternoons. What have you seen that really hasn't changed where it's like the most or the biggest roadblocks? I would say it it comes down to mostly quality of life choice, right? Maybe uh, the provider has a family. Maybe they want to be able to have dinner with their family at nights. They want to enjoy their weekend time with their families. I would say, and again, we're all dentists or or non-dentists. We're all guilty of saying, I'm going to put up some barriers where it comes to interfering with my time out of the office. So that's probably more of what it is, as opposed to, it's just more about in terms of thinking as a patient and not as the doctor or the business owner. Think in terms of, you know, uh, I've heard this expression before, when's the last time you, as a dental provider, the owner of the business walked into the waiting room as opposed to walked into the back door, right? It's a whole different experience right? You're seeing through the eyes of your patients, right? That might be a good exercise is, you know, when I walk in my office, do I see an optimal patient experience? What do I pick up on? What cues do I pick up on visually, audibly? Is it pleasant? Is it relaxing? What are my sensory cues telling me here? Gotcha. Okay. So kind of walk in with a patient point of view. So then the biggest roadblock that you've seen besides time would be quality of life. So it's more like the doctor's thinking, I want to be home. I want to have Friday, Saturday, Sundays off. I only want to work four days a week. Mm-hmm. But this is possible though, right? To have that. It is very possible. And that's where you see uh, many dental business owners get an associate. Maybe that associate can help augment the hours. Maybe they can stick to their same schedule, the business owner while the associate may work different time slots, right? Or they can split it up a little bit, but it's not all dependent upon one person. It can be divvied amongst another doctor and team members for that matter. Gotcha. Okay. So then if we did do that, let's just say we treat it like a retail business. We're open on weekends and we're doing all these things. Do you foresee burnout? If one person or a set of people are asked to do more without A, necessarily wanting to do more, or B, not getting something more from it compensation-wise, then yes, I could see burnout. Or I would say even before burnout, you may have 
attrition. You may have people that leave. They're like, I didn't sign up for this. I want to work for a practice that I can get my kid from daycare by 5 p.m. or whatever the case may be, right? So other people have put up their roadblocks. But as far as burnout, I talk to dental business owners that even have Sunday hours. Now, again, it's not always the owner but they tell me that those are some of the most coveted appointment times or the weekend times because they have to take off time from work or from school to see the dentist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So when it comes to the retail part, Mm -hmm. what else, how else should we treat our practice in the form of a retail business besides like the hours? Well, remember patients have a choice. There are, I mean, I've talked to plenty of successful dentists that have multi-generational, right? They've seen three generations of families at the practice, and that's great. But for the vast majority of people today, there's more credibility online than there is from a personal referral. So Mm. take a look at your website. Take a look at your social media. If you don't have somebody, I'm not saying you have to manage it but have somebody manage that. And remember that what's gonna make your office stand out to somebody that's new to the area, to somebody that doesn't already know about you, to another practice down the street, what's gonna make you stand out? Is it a first visit impression that you make? Is it what they see online? Is it patient testimonials? What is gonna compel somebody to choose your office versus a competing office. From you, your own personal experience, mm-hmm. looking at it from a patient point of view, right? Let's just say right now you're like, you know, I don't, I'm not in an emergency, but I right. do need a doctor. Yes. To you, what is it where, what would make you, even though your friend's like, hey, my dentist is good, what would make you ignore that recommendation and say like, let me look at this one person right now because of what? Right. Well, you know, I hear this a lot. I'm not saying it's Right. But you really hear many patients say, I chose this dentist because they were on my plan. Whereas we all know, I can see the eyes are rolling now, but we know that's not the best way to choose your doctor. It's almost in spite of that. But most people choose their dentist because they were a participating provider. That shouldn't be, but you hear people because they're in that, they're programmed by insurance to, hey, if they're not on my plan, then I shouldn't go to them. But usually the best doctors are not on their plan. It's giving them a reason to come, right? That is um, convenient hours. It is location. It is what's the first visit impression look like, right? Why would I, what's going to make me want to choose your office, right? Is it the stories in the bios? Like I said, it's usually in a retail environment. It's about access. How convenient are the hours and a location? Gosh, so convenience and access. Awesome, Keith. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. And if anyone has further questions or concerns, where can they find you? Absolutely. Well, uh, Dental Team Finder, we're online, dentalteamfinder.com. We're on LinkedIn. If you spend time on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, YouTube. Also, you can contact me. My first name's Keith, K-E-I-T-H, at dentalteamfinder.com or info at dentalteamfinder.com. So we should be able to find us. Okay, awesome. So it's going to be in the show notes below as well. So if anyone wants to go down and click on that. So thank you so much, Keith, for being with us on this Monday morning episode. Well, thank you for having me. 